Well, this guys, we have it's the hobby with cage and it's the national treasure series. And I gotta tell you, we really do have a national treasure on our hands here in Jess from Bleaker Trading. Breaks with Jess. You can find her, you know, basically everywhere. And she's got the bleaker trading, you know, the, the merch on. I like it. I should have put a hat on also, but the hair was looking good today. So I I, I kinda I kinda, you know, I kinda left it going. A little red from the from the pool this weekend. You know, I don't call it a tan, it's a red. But I'm happy to have you here because I imagine you're going to have some great stories from the national. So welcome. Thanks for joining. Thanks for having me, Cage. As always, you know, it's always a pleasure to be on here. And, uh, you know, I saw you at the national, got to spend time with you there. So even more exciting to be back here after the national, kind of doing this little recap. So thanks for having me on. So for those who don't know, and I'm just going to jump right into it. Jess, I'm going to say Jess was sort of like a Derek Jeter gatekeeper. You know, it's not what you want me to tell you, but you were sort of like a Derek Jeter gatekeeper. It was you were you were in charge of like the comings and the goings, and you, you know you kind of put the schedule together. You were behind the scenes, just taking care. Of, have you ever done anything like that before? And like, was that was that pretty cool? Or this is just like a just just Tuesday for you? No, that was actually the first time I ever did something like that. Um, especially you know the whole gatekeeping, the, the scheduling, kind of you know my day to day job um, at Cogent. Um, I'm used to making schedules, run of shows kind of down to the minute, down to the wire, but I've never been really, um, the person who's brought such a important person to and from everything, making sure it's on time that everything's going smoothly, that if I feel like something's going wrong, like, Hey, let's divert. Um, so yeah, no, that's my first time. And honestly, it was, it was an experience, but an amazing one. So so folks can get a real flavor for this because yeah, I'll, I'll give Jess flowers for the episode. Then she can talk about who she wants to give flowers. So, you know, we'll just jump right in. Sometimes it takes me 20 minutes to get up to the flowers question on these. I'm going to give you flowers right off the bat because anybody who's listened, I've now done more than 50 solo episodes, you know, since April on myself and over a thousand episodes of this. I hit the record button and I go. Right. I'm just, it is nothing's planned. Like I don't have research for the episodes. I, it just lets go and whatever we're going to talk about. And the, the thing kind of takes a life of its own. There's an episode, there's a tangent. And usually the tangent becomes the episode for me. Yeah, so, so I'm ready to go into this and it's, oh, Derek Jeter, there's a dinner, there's a lunch, there's a question and answer. I'll just do my thing. You know, I'll just, I'll just, you know, talk. I'll just, whatever. Okay. No. So a couple of days before, I get a PowerPoint that's like 40 pages long. And I'm like, what in the hell is this? Like, don't they know? I just kind of go, that was you. That was pretty crazy. That was, I was like, they know everything. Like it is all planned. It is. And I guess, you know, it prevents a lunatic like me from just kind of taking it off <laughs> on a tangent. I love it. Good for you. Yeah. I mean, you did amazing. Thank it, you. It, for those of you who don't know, you know, Cage was the host during the Q and A and he was just absolutely amazing. Which was awesome, but just um, on a tangent, just yeah, kind I mean, of a bit on the fly. When you're <laughs> a talent, you kind of have to have it down to the wire, um, you know, because working with talent, their agents need to know everything um, to get things approved, especially with Derek. But Derek was kind of like totally cool with it all, so oh, I don't know if he looked at the PowerPoint. I'm pretty sure he did, because <laughs> you know, otherwise my the 40 slides went to only our use. But you know, it, it all comes down to having to have to do that but it was very very special no it was definitely cool and listen there were times there where you know there was a little bit of i don't call it downtime right but there was meet and greet time right after after derek had gone onto the floor and you know took some pictures and shook some hands you know you're up you're up there and um you know i will tell you 
part of the flowers is you do a very good job of making sure that um, you take a cross section of the hobby and everybody is involved, right? And I, I can tell that you are mindful of that with who you're getting to meet and greet Derek Jeter. It's just, it's not just going to be, okay, who's spending the most money, right? Or who's the one who's going to pay to have VIP status? It's okay. Listen, you're involved in women of the hobby. You brought women of the hobby up there and that's the way it should be. Right. I mean, am I, am I saying something that, you know, that is, that is off here? No, you're completely right. I think it's important because we are a hobby and together we're a community. Um, so, you know, there was some people who I we pulled in last minute um, because I was like, oh, gosh, during this planning process, you're thinking so logistical that you forget, hey, this is a huge fan of Jeter. Right. This is a person who would just love this experience in the hobby and who would make it that times like that much better. Some of these people I'm not even close with. It was just a phone call and they were like, Jess is calling and they answered. And I was like, hey, like Derek's here. We have five minutes. Would you like to meet him? Yeah. And they're like, really? I'm like, yeah, yes. Really? Is this a joke? Where's yeah, that? Like, picture? And it was, it was as simple as them meeting him for five minutes or two minutes and making their day. And I think that's what, that's what was so special with the whole experience is not only like me spending so much time with him and getting to love being with my hero and him not being him living up to my expectations and going beyond that. Yeah, but yeah. the fact that the hobby, like, no special individual or no special company got to spend time with him. It was the people in the hobby that were like, wow, this dude's actually accessible. Arena club was the reason why we're here. And like, this is just so cool. So yeah, no, you're on, you're on. Yeah. On I mean, it was, I mean, it was fun to watch. And yeah, there are people who left Chicago who were able to have that experience because of you. I mean, yeah, Greg Jeter fan, the, the dude flew over from France, you know what I mean? And it was like, wow, look at this. This is crazy. What were, you know I mean? And he's still like on cloud nine, right? I mean, that's cool stuff. Yeah, we actually surprised him. So I told him, so Greg Jeter fan, um, he flew in from France and he's a firefighter. So he doesn't have time off and it's a lot of money. And I, I told him, you know, hopefully he'd, he'd get to meet Jeter, but there's no promises. And then I, I knew I had to get his questions run by through his agent. So I, I made up a little fib saying that he would um, have a meeting with Brian Lee and Jesse um, prior to the lunch. And so he would be able to ask Brian Lee questions and I would have to um, look through his questions if he were to be called on during the Q&A at lunch. So he sent me questions thinking that he was going to ask these during the Q&A. And um, he got there and he was just like, okay, I'm going to meet Brian Lee. And we opened the door and Derek was just right there. And he like, he didn't know what to say. Um, and he was just so thankful. And that's honestly what, what joy is to me. That's what the hobby is. It's, it's making these dreams come true. And that, that was pretty much the coolest experience to me is getting that on film and we do have that on film and on camera. So that's I can't wait to see all the videos that come out of this because I mean, look, people have made their own content and stuff like that. I honestly, I didn't even video one minute with, um, with Darjita myself, just cause I don't want to stick my camera in his face and like, you know, bother him with that kind of stuff. And I know people do. And I, you know, half of me regrets it. Cause I'm like, all right, now I'm back. I'm telling people I hang out with Darjita. They're like, where's the video? And I'm like, I didn't take any video. <laughs> I got you. But there'll be plenty. I'm sure when it comes out. You're you're in you're in it a lot of this. but that Greg Jeter fan, the kid from France, that was amazing. Yeah, yeah, it was simply amazing. That you know, that's what that's what stuff like this is for. I think Arena Club, you know, when they were choosing the few people to be involved and the closely involved, you know, the Q and A or you know the road to the national or just anything, they really wanted people who would make an impact on their lives 
as much as, you know, as much as a cool showroom that he has on arena club, it's about making these experiences for these people. So definitely amazing. Yeah. I had, listen, I had a bunch of fun um, at the national itself. So I give you flowers. We're eight minutes in. I'm going to give you the floor, right? I ask everybody this. Somebody who, you know, you saw doing something well, a company, a collector, a person. Anyway, I, I ask this to people. Some, some are, you know, they want to give the flowers to themselves. Don't do that. <laughs> what do you got? Who are you giving flowers to? <laughs> I would never give flowers to myself. Uh, maybe, but you've got them from me. You don't need to. Yeah, yeah, that too. Um, honestly, my, my answer here is gonna be different from all of the years. I think, um, coming out of the national, I was behind the scenes a lot and I didn't have a ton of time to run around and, you know, buy or sell. I don't think I sold one card. I think I traded, which is cool, but, and I did buy, but what I saw this year was completely different. Um, kind of like looking on the outside in and being around everybody in the hobby. I want to give flowers to all the entrepreneurs and all of the content creators who are pushing to make it and being positive i want to give flowers to the artists to the breakers who are going different ways and still working to make this their life and not worrying about or not showing that they're worrying about what's going on that's bigger than them and all the companies that are trying something new i think that the scariest thing right now in the hobby is trying something new and being afraid of failing and having these personal one-on-one conversations with you know, who I think would be the biggest people and hear some doubt or some, them being scared and still going at it every day and feeling so little and just pushing, it matters so much. So to all those people out there who are working hard to create content, who are putting out new ideas, who are putting out new products to make the hobby better, who are just being authentically themselves, I want to give flowers to you because while you might feel so small at the national, you're not. And we see you, I see you and keep on going. So yeah, including I like you, that. including I like you. It. It's a di- it's a different way of going. It's a it's a different way. Of, all right, that's, I'll take them. I'll take them. But I mean, listen, the um, the national's fun. It's it's. I mean, you have the cards there, but you got a lot of people, and I like I like where you went because there are people trying do they're trying new things. They're trying different things, and you know there were there are all new companies this year, and and you know if we're gonna be as honest as we can, I know it's the flower section, but if we're gonna be as honest as we can. Some of the folks who are there won't be there in a year, two, or three. Some new companies are trying stuff and not every company that tries stuff is going to, is going to succeed. And you know, that's just part of the game. That's just part of the hobby. Um, so we'll see. We'll have some, we'll have some fun with it. So yeah. did you, uh, did you pick up anything? You got any stories, any takeaways from the national? I mean, did you get a chance to even walk around and like look at cards or look at anything? Did you stop at any booths? Talk to me about your experience at the national. Yeah. So after uh, I got Derek on his, on his plane to go home, um, I got to hang out at the Rainy Club booth and I got to rip some wax. So I did pull, I love ripping. For those of you who don't know me, breaks with Jess. I don't, I don't do it a ton on a public platform right now, but I love ripping. Um, I got to rip some wax and I pulled an Bowman Adley first auto, which was super special. I graded it arena 10, 10, which is big. Uh, so that was fun right off the gate, right out the gate. Um, and then I did get to walk around the national, um, but it was, it was so big this year. I think the whole video of me walking around was just saying, wow, I'm so overwhelmed. Um, kind of painful to watch. It back. is. That's Being the word, by the way. Overwhelmed is the word. It was an overwhelming show. It was a lot of stuff. And, you know, I found myself kind of like, all right, look, I'm going to try to tackle this corner. 
or I'm going to try to tackle this. Like, like it didn't matter. You, you, you know, and it, it definitely was. It was like, I'm not going to be able to see all of this. Yeah. And I think this year was tough because the layout, I think last year, although I, I hated Atlantic city, um, it was different because you had the corporate in one section and you had everybody else in the other. I think this year you corporate was everywhere in different sections yeah. and it was mixed with other tables, which was kind of annoying. Um, I did like the middle of like the bridge being the breaking pavilion. Cause it was just super high energy um, to walk through and you, you could avoid it if you wanted to, but yeah. it was a little confusing finding, you know, where my friend's boots were like where the boots were because it was so big and it was kind of different sections. So that was what I found when I walked around, but you know, Walking around the national being in this hobby, it takes, you know, just to walk it and even not look at stuff. It took me at least an hour and a half because I kept getting stopped by friends yeah. and people who I know. And like, that's, that's the fun of it to me. It's like, you got mama breaks over there. You have like people who I met off Facebook, like PC sports cards, like over there, like just random people you're bumping into who I met on Facebook seven years ago this guy adam he's like jess i'm like hey i don't know i don't remember your face and he was like it's me i'm like oh my gosh you're real you're a human yeah. and it's just that like hobby like stuff coming together like and that's just was the coolest part i mean i really wish i had to get more time to look at cards because the national is where the coolest things come by yeah but i mean i did at night after i was done with everything i stayed at the lows and i showed my brother my brother came and we got dinner one night together and I go, buddy, you got to come here. He's like, I'm tired. I'm like, Nick, just one minute. <laughs> and it turned into an hour because we just walked down the hallway and there were cards spread out. And he was like, this is insane. On the floor, right? Just yeah. like right there. Just on the floor, in the lobby. Just, you know, that's, that's pretty that's crazy. The national. And it's, and it's, it's so cool because some of these kids are so young. And then you've got older dudes. You've got females. You've got every walks of life that are just there for the same reason. So I'm going to tell a quick Jess story, and she might not like it, but I don't care. Because she ruined my national. I'm just going to say no. But he, So I'm going to tell you for real. And what she's saying about, like, oh, people stopping you, it's funny. I walked the the floor with Mark Zablo, who owns Bleaker Trading, and he's like, I can't walk with this guy. We can't make it, like, five steps. Like, people say hi. You know, people, people take pictures and, and all other fun stuff. I'm like, all right, well, you know, what are we going to – but we walked around, and, you know – the, the nerds that we are who like early 90s basketball, not PMG, but like, you know, early 90s packs. The highlight of the show for me was I, I bought like hundreds of packs, just junk wax packs. And we're just throwing the packs around, opening packs. But the problem is when you buy hundreds of packs, there's hundreds of packs worth of mess because it is just garbage. We take them back to the arena club booth. And I'm like, hey, you know, Brian Lee, here, open this. And he's like, really? I'm like, yeah, you know, I didn't tell him it cost me 80 cents for the pack. But here you go, open the pack. Like, you never know, you might get a Bo Jackson or you might get a 91 upper deck baseball, you know, like, <laughs> I don't even know who to look for in there. But we were opening stuff and having fun. And the mess starts to grow on the table. And here's Jess trying to set up, um, I think it was Lauren's artwork. Lauren right? Taylor, yeah. Lauren Taylor. So she's setting up and then she's like, Cage, I hate to do this. I know you're having fun, but she's setting up her artwork. Just move down. <laughs> you're still working. You're, and you're still taking care of the artist. You're still doing all that fun stuff. So I'm only kidding, obviously. You're in the national. But here you are. I mean, you have to wear so many hats. You have fun with it. You know, you're, you you have friends in the Breakers Pavilion. You know, you got all kinds of fun stuff. Um, I hope you had fun. You know what I mean? Obviously, meeting and talking to Derek Jeter was fun. You were working. I hope you had some fun, you know, even just exploring and maybe seeing some people that you have kind of an Instagram relationship with, but you don't get to see in person. That, to me, is some of the fun also. 
Yeah, honestly, I had a blast. I think it was the best national that I've I've actually done um, simply because I got to wear all the hats that I love wearing. Um, it was a challenge because it was the first time ever doing something like that. And I love challenges. And I, I think challenges are what keeps me going. Um, maybe that's just because I work with Mark and his he's always changing and innovating and doing stuff that we haven't done before. Because, you know, as Mark says, why do it? Somebody's doing it better. So, Thanks. as you know, Bleaker is going through a complete change right now and that's fun to me and we don't know what's gonna the outcome is gonna be in two weeks like what it's gonna look like but it's exciting so when i get to the national i'm like okay jeter cool after he left i was like oh i did that (laughs) that's my hero i just did that and i acted like a normal human i'm pretty sure i called him a normal guy at one point and he was a little like (laughs) because like he knows how infatuated i am with him i mean you saw me at dinner i'm pretty sure I'll let the whole world know. I told I told him I can't digest lettuce. That's that's, that's that's how real I am. That's how like you know. That's how you have to get. You have to keep keep. I mean, I think he knew you were. He was your hero. So when you said he's just a normal guy, maybe he felt like he wasn't living up to your expectations. You know, like maybe maybe like did he let you down? Maybe he was nervous. He knew. We split a cookie after that. Oh, there you go. Like that's important. No, I mean, listen, we had a blast with it. Obviously, Bleaker is, is, uh, you know, it's going through some some updates now as well. I've seen some of the pictures. looks awesome. Um, And uh, they're always innovating. And and it's kind of what you're doing as well. And I love the sentence of, you know, why do it if somebody else is doing it better? And and it really does apply to the hobby also. So speaking of doing it better, Breaks with Jess. Talk to me about that, right? What is what does the next year ideally look like for you? You're gonna start breaking again? Are you gonna come out with your own repack product? Like, what are you what 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 are you gonna do? What's on the horizon for Jess? Honestly, usually I have an answer coming out of the national that what the next year looks like. Um, all I know right now is that I'm not going anywhere. Um, that you're gonna see me next year, and you're gonna see a lot more of me. Um, whether it comes to possibly being on a product um Ooh, in a product maybe that's me, oh i'm so <laughs> jealous again. Well. But that's a good choice that's but a good choice. that as well as you know depend like i'm an, of course bleaker's my home so you're gonna see me a lot with bleaker um i'm now working very closely with rome so rome the saint like on tiktok and she's working at bleaker now so there's gonna be some collab stuff going on with the two of us maybe maybe some more breaks there um and just staying in the hobby and staying positive and keeping keeping going and wherever wherever whatever hasn't been touched, I want to touch those areas and make sure that the hobby's going in the right positive direction. Kind of just what you do every day. Um, you're you're more well spoken than me, so I'm no, not going to I'm not going to take your job, but I definitely fine. Um, I learned that you know you got have to put yourself out there in order to make a difference. So it's holding true. myself to the standards. And Rome, that's a good person to partner with also. I mean, you know, I, I was giving her junk packs also. And she, she was opening a, a like Hall of Fame basketball action pack, you know, the three-dimensional, like Julius Irving. It's like, oh, this is cool. Like, you know, different stuff, right? You know, like- Rome and I have been together every day doing the rebuild. And we're sitting there and I bring stuff from my apartment, like just random wax. And Rome's like, this is so much fun, Jess. Loving this. I'm like, this is what I need to feel to get back into that is just showing somebody teaching them because she's a huge collector and just teaching about kind of like, this is what this is. This is what this is. This is what we're looking for. Um, so that's, that's what I love doing. It's kind of like the teaching and like 
So you're going to be in a card set. Look at you. All right. Well, the, you're, you're not going to have a, a canned answer for this. You're not going to have something prepared for this, but I'm going to ask it anyway. And we'll see where this goes. I'm, you know, I'm a little nervous, but Cleveland's next. Mm-hmm. Chicago, Derek Jeter was there. Dude, how do you beat that? Like, what, what are we going to do with Cleveland? You know what I mean? Like, who, what, what, what do you do to kind of top that? How do you, I mean, Chicago is fun. This has got to be your favorite national. Yeah. You got to come up with something for Cleveland. I mean, is are are, are your cards going to be out by then? Are you going to set up a booth and just be autographing your own cards? Maybe. I mean, has you know, you're gonna have to autograph one for Derek Jeter. Yeah, the cards will be out, and Derek Derek did uh did rag on me a little bit because he was getting gifts um, from other fans, and he kept being like, "Jess, where's my gift?" I gave him a, I gave him a cage card. I, I didn't have anything to give him, uh, <laughs> so I didn't. So yeah, next year, I mean. To answer that question, I think we should bring Derek and we should bring three more other people like Derek and actually have fun with it. Just exactly like we did it. Make it super, super make them available, uh, make it fun and keep it going. I think that every year, as long as we work together, we're just going to get bigger and bigger. And that's what matters. I mean, this is the coolest part about the the hobby, right? And I love being involved with Derek Jeter, right? Because there's a different level of excitement. There's a different level of engagement. There's a different level of, of fandom. Stuff that, you know, I mean, let's be as honest as we can. Hobby folks just won't reach, right? I mean, come on. I have 5,000 followers on Instagram. What is that? I mean, it, it, you know, but in Chicago, you know, I go 10 feet and people want to take a picture or say hello or ask me for an autograph, which is crazy. Derek Jeter is Derek Jeter. Like that is not, you know, I leave Chicago and it's like, okay, I can walk through the airport. You know, everything's great. No one's stopping me, you know, but he can't, you know what I mean? And I love that there's more of that coming into the hobby. I mean, even Brian card collector too, with his 110 or 120,000 followers, that's huge. And I'm not poo-pooing it at all. That's huge for the hobby. It's not Derek Jeter. It's not Steve Nash. You know what I mean? It's not all of the celebrities with Dr. J and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and, you know, the fact that that those guys are, you know, not just there for autograph signing, but they're going to be involved now with the hobby itself and hobby companies. I think that's really cool because it will bring other people into it. And, you know, the I like your idea. Bring more. Yeah. Add, <laughs> add, add more to the roster. That's what I think. And I think adding key players like you and, you know, like I was with Mama Breaks and Don Diego and kids were asking for their autographs. Yep. And like, to me, that's so special. And um, I had one person come up to me and like ask to take a picture with me. And I'm like, I've never really been asked that before. I'm like, sure you're the right person, but I didn't say that out loud. And then her, her dad was like, she follows you on Instagram and she loves See, you. That's cool. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I, I didn't think that I was anybody when it comes to that, but I want to see more of that. Yeah. Like there's so many people, not just women, but you know, but there's mama breaks, there's card collector too. There's you that they're making these younger individuals still happy and excited because it's all not there's no negativity around it it's just Correct. positive stuff and they're learning how to get into it and not be intimidated so like i think not only bringing you know the big roster with derek and all that stuff but keeping you know us hobby i don't even want to say influencers but we do influence yeah. positively in the hobby just some hobby important people in the hobby bringing them in with that roster you don't want kids intimidated. I'm going to tell you, some of the kids at the National intimidated me. These kids are, they're sharks. I mean, they got, they have, first of all, their Zion cases are filled with just gold. They're filled with these monster cards. 
And I watched, listen, part of part of what's fun about national, you watch, I watch these kids go up to tables and like that card, here's the last comp. I'm paying 65%. And the guy's like, no, he's like, I'm not leaving until you sell me that for 65%. And you're like, okay, what's going on here? Like, all right. And you know, they wind up paying 70, 75%. And they'll probably take that card, walk across the room and sell it for a, a couple hundred dollar profit to another dealer or to a kid or at trade night. And it's just, it's so, yeah, some of these kids are, they're beasts. They do it better than I do. And honestly, like that is so special to me because they're learning business skills. Yep. I, I worked in business. I went to school for business and, you know, they're hosing people. They're really, they're really <laughs> negotiating. I mean, yeah. like that's, that's what I call it. They, they go in there and they really negotiate and they're learning how to barter and they're learning, you know, comps, which is, you know, important in any of the industries we're in. Um, and it's just super special that they're learning those skills and they're using them and developing them. And while it's sometimes scary, yeah, I don't want to do deals with these kids who are sharks because they just want to, they argue, which is great because they have, they're passionate about something. They, they have something behind it. They back it. That's a special skill that like the hobby is pushing and promoting in its own way that we're not talking about. Yep. And I love it. I see it at trade nights. I mean, it's a whole nother level when you're going to the national, these kids are from all around the, the country around the world and they're coming to the national to, to use these skills. It's like, well, heck, you don't got to go to college if you're doing that. That's right. <clears throat> Listen, in the national show, get a scholarship and go to college. No, I, listen, I love what you're, what you're saying. I love what you're doing. Um, I have to ask this, right? I should ask you know, every guest this, but obviously you're more involved in it. So the question hits home and you are involved in the women in the hobby, right? I mean, this is, is something you are very involved in um, forward facing, you know, one of the faces of women of the hobby, um, a little, a little bit of a larger role this year than in years past, but still not enough. What can be done? What, I mean, obviously look, tops is putting you on a card, which is awesome. I'm not supposed to say that, but you know, you're going to be on a card, which is great and deserved, right? But from a national standpoint and other shows, right? You know, what, what else can be done? Should there be, I'll give some ideas. Should there be, um, you know, women of the hobby hosted trade night? You know, where they're able to like give out gift bags and, you know, promote the women of the hobby, you know, for people who come into that. Like, like what would you do if you were given carte blanche, you were given the pen to kind of, you know, expand the role of women in the hobby at the national and, you know, at shows and in the hobby? I think that there's a few things that we, that the hobby can do. I think mm -hmm. definitely we don't need to headline a trade night. I think putting us in there with everybody else is super important because we are collectors. So like the trade night, yes women in the hobby logo should be on it or take a woman from the hobby and, and help them promote themselves. Because if you're promoting one of us, you're promoting women in the hobby. Yep. Um, that's what I really go by is like women in the hobby. We are collectors. We don't sit and talk about make, we sit and talk about cards and stuff like that. So that would be number one is, you know, you don't need to put us at the forefront if there's already somebody who wants to headline, but definitely keep us involved. Another thing would be when you're thinking about the, big breaking or the big companies that are doing things and on stages, bring one of us in. Like we can, we can talk about cards. We, we love this stuff. And that's, that's giving us our platform. And then the platform is a collector who's a woman. That's, that's how we show the younger generations that, Hey, you can be on stage with these super important people and you can be a girl and it, that's cool. So that's one, that's two. And then three is just give us the space. So, you know, I know Leighton took the took over like gave woman in the hobby the booth, Leighton Sports Cards. You know, maybe the Nationals should help a little more like that and have a space. 
we're not asking for free handouts, but just give us the availability to buy the booth. Um, Cause I know it's a long list of lottery stuff, but you know, yep. women in the hobby is new. So yep. it's hard to get in. Um, just kind of ease the barrier to entry. Um, yeah. For I mean, that, that's completely fair. Um, yeah. Kayla collects was part of the, uh, the national, you know, media crew. And that's, that's awesome. So we're making the right steps. Also more women signers. Um, I know we had a few, but definitely at the get go, try to get some, get some you big. I think the women's uh, U S soccer team has some availability now. If anybody wants to, you know, Ooh. <laughs> yeah, no, but they do. And I would say yes. Next time get Alex Morgan in there. Come on. Um, you know, it's, it's cool. Like get, get, there's some female baseball players now. Like it's just super cool that, you know, women, there's a woman coach in the NFL, get her to sign. That's so cool. So just stuff like that. And it's simple. It's not, as a woman, I'm not asking for you to put me as tall as anything else. I just, I want to be able to work and there should be no ceiling just like anybody else. Again, I'm a collector. I want everybody to know that I'm not a woman in the hobby. I am a woman in the hobby, but we're all collectors. And we are the hobby. And that's what that is. Get Manon Rayum to sign. I will stand in line and get that autograph. People won't know what that is. But when I was a kid collecting in in, in 1992 Classic Four Sport, where Derek Jeter's rookie card is, the one we talked about where he's on his high school field throwing the ball with the glove that he remembered from high school. He was in there, autographed cards. There's also a Manon Rayum card. She was a, um, a woman goalie for the Tampa Bay Lightning. One of the first professional goalies. So I would, I get that signature. I've talked about her on my show. You know, you can buy the card. It's like a buck on eBay. I get that signed in a second. Because, I mean, there are trailblazers out there. And you are one. And that's what makes you a national treasure. Thank you very much for joining the show. I'm sure we'll see big things from you soon. Thank you so Maybe much, Maybe even a Topps card. Maybe. As long as, you know, all checks out. <laughs> Got to do that background check. Oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Talk well, to you soon. Thanks so much, Cage. See ya. Bye-bye.